0: You guys, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. It is me, Troy McKeady. And Kelly Williams. And you read the description. You guys chose this episode and we were happy to oblige because this is somebody that Kelly and I both adore. And I feel like we talk about her kind of a lot. So it's like, it's due time that we have the Drew Barrymore moment of it all.
1: I'm so excited, but also sad that we're passing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've been looking forward to this episode and now I'm like, oh, now we're done. I know,
0: I know. And it's weird. She didn't, Drew didn't have as many blinds as I thought she would. But of course she's like been famous for her entire life and since the beginning of fucking Hollywood. So her blinds date back very far and they're kind of all over the place. Yeah, I'm excited, but I agree with you. I'm a little sad that this is finally like, gonna be done I guess
1: for sure I mean for me growing up Drew Barrymore was like my Meryl Streep if she was in a movie I was going to see it like never been kissed hasn't aged well but still one of my favorite rom-coms yeah E.T. was like one of the first movies I can remember watching riding in cars with boys I watched when I wanted to like think I could be rebellious in like sixth grade like (laughs) I don't know I just feel like I've grown up with Drew in a way that I don't have that attachment to other actresses especially like Charlie's Angels like mm-hmm. I don't know it's just she's so great <laughs> and I, do, I hope this episode doesn't ruin her for me oh
0: same I didn't really read the blinds I just pulled them I wanted to be a little bit surprised too but same I mean I I don't think that there's anybody that you can really compare to Drew Barrymore and I always say that if Hollywood was like a person like a woman her child would be Drew Barrymore like she mm-hmm the daughter of Hollywood to me you know like it doesn't really get more Hollywood than Drew Barrymore and like you said like in the way that we grew up with her it's so unique because she was like a mega successful child star she had like her tween years which were like troubled but she was still very famous you know Mm -hmm. and then as a teenager like a full-fledged teenager she was still so famous like dating Corey Feldman and like you know going to rehab and writing that book and even like as a young adult she was still super famous like she's always been extremely famous and she's like teetered and like kind of done all these different things with her career it's wild to think that like charlie's angels drew barrymore is the same person as (laughs) never been kissed drew barrymore you know (laughs) like it's wild that they're even the same person but yeah we don't know life without her and i'm happy not to
1: And I think she's, like, the best thing that's happened to TikTok. Her in that rain video, you gotta love it. I know.
0: She's just so, like, kooky and weird. And, like, she grew up to be, like, the kooky weird lady that I kind of knew she would be. You know, like, a manic pixie dream girl becomes a kooky lady at some point.
1: I mean, you don't marry Tom Green and just be, like, normal. Right. (laughs) And also, I feel like there's
0: something to be said about her, um her like I don't know what you would call it like it's so funny because when I reference it for other people I call it their Drew Barrymore era so I'm like for Drew what do we, what do I call it but like her nipples era her boobs era like her flashing era her sexual revolution era was just so as a preteen mm-hmm. that was like that hit me like a ton of bricks I was like oh she's so sexy and cool and funny and and nice
1: And I also feel like she's someone that the public actually was like, no, she could grow. She had a really fucked up childhood and you don't see that ever really with child stars. It's more so like, oh, they fuck, they're fucked up because they're child stars. But with her, it seems like people were more open to giving her another chance and really feeling sorry for her rather than just being like, well, there's another one to the industry.
0: Yeah, it's almost like she's like the poster child for what could be if you're a child star and like you go through it. Like, I know that we're about to read a million blinds about her sobriety and her lack thereof and falling off the wagon and all of that. But I think that that's to be expected for the life that she's had. I still think, in the to be the kind of child star that she was dating, like I said, Corey Feldman, mm-hmm. it could have gone her many, 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 many different ways. And she, I mean, she's killing it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so even though she maybe, like, blurred some picket lines, like, Drew, girl, it's it's not okay, but, like, we'll just give you a little, like, slap on the wrist for that one. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. You want to get into it?
1: Yeah, so those were all opinions, and everything from here on out is alleged. So we start in the year 2000,
0: and this is from page six. Which major starlet is hitting the sauce a little too hard? At a recent Hollywood powerhouse wedding... She got tanked on the free liquor and made a mess. While another pint-sized Tinseltown beauty made her homely boyfriend jealous by running a continuous commentary on how the groom looked. So the major starlet being Cameron, the pint-sized beauty slash boyfriend, allegedly being Drew and Tom Green. It says it could also be Selma Hayek and Ed Norton. So like, I don't know. That's like a, a Yahtzee.
1: I don't think Edward Norton's homely though.
0: I don't think so either
1: yeah tom green is (laughs) homely the drew and cameron walking to the charlie's angels premiere after their like limo broke down is one of my favorite celebrity pictures of all time i
0: honestly think it should be in a museum
1: a hundred percent and framed in my home what am i waiting for
0: (laughs) it's like so iconic she has so many iconic images of herself my god
1: And you're so right. She has so many different eras. And I know people are using that term, probably overusing it at this point, but it is crazy to think that the Drew Barrymore that was in E.T. is the same one in Scream, which is the same one in Never Been Kissed. Yeah, you're so right with that. Crazy. This next blind is from Line Belt Tightener. Don't be surprised if a highly respected young star turning up in some big cheesy movies she would have turned her nose up at just a little while ago. How else is she gonna finance the reckless spending spree she went on for a year, which included expensive mortgages, flashy cars, close up the Yazoo, hotel suites, trips all over the globe, and gifts for her family? Money is apparently so tight She's even considering sandwiching in a TV series. Where were her parents when she needed them? That's a fucked up last line for Drew. She's such a poor little rich girl. Like perfect poor little rich girl.
0: For sure. Especially, I don't know if you read her book. No, I didn't. Oh God, it's so good. I mean, obviously listen to it on Audible. But like, I don't know. It's just so funny when she talks about her. Well, it's not funny. It's like sad when she talks about her childhood and like, She really had no shot at being okay. Like when your mother is taking you to Studio 54 to party and you're eight years old and she's like passing you the the Coke tray and, you know, feeding you alcohol. It's like, it's just absolutely insane. And I will say, not that I think it's her responsibility to like out people, but Drew Barrymore is full of secrets. Yeah. Like I would say the people know where the bodies are buried, Drew Barrymore knows where everybody is buried because she could have destroyed so many people's careers if she wanted to. And she knows so much like sinister shit about Hollywood stars. And she's just never been that girl. Like she's not messy.
1: Even last year, she did an interview or maybe it was earlier this year when she mentioned not having a relationship with her mom. Mm -hmm. and someone wrote that she said she hated her mom and Drew was like, I never said that. Don't ever put words in my mouth. I was like, that takes a lot of strength to be able to put out a public statement like that about someone who very much abused you.
0: For sure. It's so Drew to be like, I don't hate her. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're now in 2002. We're sad to report that this big screen leading lady is back on drugs again. Our spy caught her taking ecstasy pills at her own party in the Hollywood Hills and then handing them out to other partygoers like they were candy. Friends are worried about her, but she insists she's okay. She's still reeling from a broken love affair and says that she'll be back on the straight and narrow again soon, and we hope so. So, like, we're going to read a thousand blinds about her not being sober. And the one thing about her is she's always been so open about her struggle with sobriety. Mm-hmm. Recently, she, like, did an interview talking about it. And with Julia Fox, actually, where they talked about like like falling off the wagon and stuff. And like, that has been a really interesting thing to watch her navigate. Because remember when she even started like a wine company a few years ago? And I was like, that's a weird pivot for Drew.
1: Right. That's when you're kind of like worried. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So this blind comes from a waitress at an LA hotspot. Although this actor knew this actress bride was a wild child, he thought his easygoing demeanor could tame her. Whenever they went out, she would get loaded and dance on tables, and he would sip soda and watch from across the room. All the waitresses loved him. He was a great tipper, but we were just waiting for him to explode. Well, one night she went too far. She started making out with another woman. When he tried to get her to leave, she flung her arm out and accidentally knocked him down. He got up and slugged her in the face And a major brawl ensued. The whole staff got involved. Needless to say, they're no longer together. And that's allegedly Drew and Tom Green. What'd you
0: think about them as a couple?
1: Tom Green always was so off-putting to me, like as a child, Mm-hmm. so I just didn't understand it honestly it was like Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande you're kind of yeah. like what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah it was very oh god you had you really had to live through the Tom Green years to even understand because it's like I, I never was a Tom Green girl and I you know you and I loved MTV right but like I was not into Tom Green I understand that like looking back what he did was like really iconic given like where we are now with like social media and stuff. Like he was kind of predicting like Vine and TikTok. Mm -hmm. But like his humor was just so like middle school straight boy to me.
1: Well, I was going to say my brother loved him. So like, (laughs) that's how I knew him. And then like, I remember like Freddie Got Fingered, that movie. Mm -hmm. He used to play some sausage fucking piano song. I don't know. Tom Green and I don't have great memories together. Let's put it that (laughs) way.
0: Always wanted better for my girl.
1: And I remember when he popped up in Charlie's Angels. I was like, this isn't funny. Why is he here?
0: No, I hate him in that movie. I always, I used to fast forward it. The Chad. (laughs) 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 We're now in 2003. And this is from The Globe. This beautiful actress who recently split with her longtime boyfriend has fallen madly in love with another woman. Sources say she's now happier than she's ever been and vows she'll never get involved with a man again because they're all too selfish. And that is Drew and Fabrizio Moretti. I don't know how open Drew is at this point about her bisexuality, but like she's always dated women.
1: I mean, I never like, it's, I don't know if it's because I'm gay, but reading these blinds, I don't know what it is. I'm just like, no, for sure. Like that's public knowledge.
0: Yeah, like you think her and Courtney Love were just like painting each other's nails? (laughs) come on
1: (laughs) we're now in 2005 and this is from the new york daily news which semi-famous mother of a popular young actress has been appealing to her daughter for a raise in her allowance and that is jade andrew barrymore this
0: is from janet charlton This cute actress doesn't get along with her mom, but she'd be shocked to learn what her mother's doing to pay the bills these days. She is a dominatrix. Since her successful daughter cut off financial assistance, her mom tried practically anything to make ends meet. Finally, she's found a profitable career. Mom charges upwards of $1,000 an hour to berate and whip businessmen into submission. Like only a Hollywood stage mother knows how to do. And that is Jade.
1: Oh my. (laughs) Oh my. We're now in 2006, and this is another New York Daily News blind. Which Saturday Night Live alum and his producer girlfriend might want to be a little more discreet about smoking weed at Springsteen concerts at Madison Square Garden? So that's Jimmy Fallon, his wife, Nancy, who's Drew's producing partner, and the three of them smoking weed at MSG.
0: I mean, come on. (laughs) I feel like Jimmy Fallon just... Like, he must smell like booze and cigarettes and weed all the time. Like, his breath is so hot. (laughs) I just know it. We're now in 2007. And this is from the New York Daily News. Which single-again actor won't be romancing the co-star from his current romantic comedy? He found her perky, sunny attitude completely annoying. Says a snitch. He can't stand her. So that's drew barrymore and hugh grant hugh
1: Ugh. i can't stand hugh grant really i don't find him good looking i don't find his weird little quirky charm that people are like well look at him he's stumbling over his words i'm like shut the fuck up hugh grant whenever i see him
0: <laughs> that's hilarious I that's such a random person to hate and i'm obsessed
1: <laughs> this is from Lainey's gossip all ages in jonesing Free as a bird, fresh like a daisy, dating up a storm, but apparently not clean as a whistle, having abstained for nearly two decades. Shame. Currently dating a lucky young man, she can regularly be seen shoving her tongue down his throat in various public establishments. Curiously enough, she was also seen, not too long ago, shoving her tongue down the throat of another dude, a much older one, perhaps even 20 years. Draped around him at a party and there's nothing wrong with that, more power to her for playing the field, except that she was at the same time asking for drugs repeatedly. Alarming not only for obvious, but also because she had a dangerous relationship with them in the past, and just because she's an adult now doesn't mean she'll fare any better than she did before. Can a former emancipated addict use it recreationally without serious consequence? For her sake, I hope so. So that's when Drew was dating Justin Long and was allegedly trying to hook up with Bruce Willis, asking him for drugs.
0: We're now in 2008. This A-list couple, consisting of a B-list film actor and B-list film actress, were spotted in a corner, each taking one pill last night. No, they weren't vitamins, because if they were, why all the secrecy in trying to find a place where they wouldn't be seen? Also, vitamins don't usually glaze your eyes over 30 minutes later. So that's Drew and Justin Long. And do you remember when they were like papara- They were like a paparazzi couple?
1: I remember them making out anywhere and everywhere, TRL, like <laughs> paparazzi, anywhere.
0: I used to think it was so, they were like a big couple for me growing up, like back in the day.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: loved seeing pictures of them and they just always looked so cute. Like she was always like feeding him salad and he would be like moving her hair out of her face. And like, you know, making out really, really, really hard all the time.
1: This A-list film actress has a new guy. He's also an actor, B-list, television primarily. The good thing about their relationship is that she hasn't done any coke since they started dating, or pills, or drinking. She does have to deal with his ex, though, who isn't too happy about being dumped for the actress. So that's Drew Barrymore, Justin Long, and Caitlin Doubleday.
0: This is from Blind Gossip. Whose friends are begging her to go back to rehab? This over 35 celeb was sober for a long time, but she has started drinking again and can't seem to restrain herself from picking up every young boy in town. She thinks her random hookups are funny and prove to her ex that she's moved on. Her friends, however, think that her activities are desperate, creepy, and downright
1: dangerous. A-list actress Hell, she isn't just an actress. She's also a producer and a very successful one at that. About three months ago, our actress was in downtown LA and was headed for dinner. She saw a family that was huddled about 50 feet from the restaurant. Obviously homeless, the dad had a sign while the mom watched their two children. Our actress could have just gone into dinner, but instead walked over to the family and started asking them about their life. It was during this that one of her dinner companions also showed up at the restaurant. Through no fault of their own, this family was stuck. The actress could have walked away, but instead she canceled her dinner plans, got the family a hotel, and then some food. Over the course of the next week, she found them a place to live, hired the husband for her own company, helped the mom get the kids in school, and found a job for the mom as well. I love a sneaky blind item, like kindness blind item.
0: I know, like, okay, kindness. That's like, if that's true, that is very nice. This is from Blind Gossip. This actress is both extremely talented and a bit quirky. She has been nominated for an Academy Award at least once, and she has seriously dated at least one famous actor. She recently battled substance abuse issues, although it did not make headlines. Unfortunately, her family was not keen on her entering rehab, wanting her to try a more natural remedy instead. Fear not, though, a wise friend has smuggled her into a medical rehab facility where she will receive professional help to lick the problem. She should be well and making a career comeback soon. So that's Juliette Lewis. But Drew Barrymore was the one that got her into rehab. And I'm assuming the Church of Scientology probably didn't want Juliette Lewis to go to rehab.
1: I can imagine that would mess up their game that they have with her.
0: (laughs) She's my favorite Scientologist. I just like to former former, by the way.
1: Oh. This is from Ben Whitacombe. Which messy tabloid favorite who thinks she's a rock style icon is known for calling journalists in a pill haze and ratting out her celebrity friends? She has some especially good stories about her famous pals, the shoplifter, and also the godmother of her child. So that's Courtney Love calling the journalists or like magazines to talk shit about Winona Ryder and Drew Barrymore
0: not surprised by that at all hilarious
1: our courtney love episode was one of our craziest i think
0: (laughs) this is also from blind gossip this beautiful actress is both a television and film staple and has been nominated at least half a dozen times for major acting awards you might be interested to know however that her acting skills are not confined to the screen she's been married more than once but is actually more interested in the same sex Alas, the one woman for whom she is totally mad, also a very well-known actress, got married in the past year to a man, driving our actress to tears. And that is Drew and Scarlett Johansson. And I remember in our Scarlett episode, like, we read a lot about her preferring women to men. For sh-
1: yeah. Oh my God. Now I'm like, what could have been Drew and Scarlet? My God.
0: Can you fucking imagine? We need a good like powerhouse lesbian couple to like just two random women like that to start dating. I like like that's we
1: we need it. I will say, I finally watched the Cheryl Crow documentary in full, and there is no question to me that Cheryl Crow and Laura Dern have been a couple at some point. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Cheryl Crow has definitely strummed her guitar at the edge of her bed. <laughs> and I love it.
1: We're now in 2009, and this is from Blind Gossip. This actress loves short skirts. She's not an ingenue anymore, and they're not appropriate for most of the roles she plays, so she doesn't wear them all that often herself. However, she's very quick to tell other women she sees in short skirts how great their legs look. Oh, and here's the real creepy part. If she gets a positive response to her comments about the woman's legs, she'll often follow up by asking the woman if they're wearing underwear or if they're going commando. We wonder if her man knows that she spends time focusing on other women's fashion choices. Okay, Drew Barrymore.
0: That's such a Drew Barrymore blind item.
1: (laughs) Are you commando or?
0: (laughs) What a weird, that was very weird. This is from Blind Gossip. There was a party last weekend, and this movie actor arrived in a glum mood. His girlfriend, who was also in the acting biz, had just broken up with him for the second or third or fourth time. After a few drinks and lots of attention from the ladies, however, our actor began to cheer up. After a 20 minute consultation in the restroom with two of these ladies, he was positively grinning from ear to ear. So that's Justin Long and Drew Barrymore. I would imagine that Justin Long. Like, he's not the first, he's not, like, a hunk. Like, he's not the first person that you think of and you think of, like, hot men in Hollywood. But, like, he has that, like, adorkable thing mm-hmm. that would, like, basically, I bet he could sleep with anybody.
1: He's the guy, literally, who he plays in every movie where, you like, you squint a little and you're like, wait, he's actually cute.
0: Right. where <laughs> Right. You're like,
1: oh, my God, I'm drunk. Am I going to fuck Justin Long? Meanwhile, he's like, no, I have game night with a bunch of 17-year-olds. I'm the little
0: <laughs> I've got some DMs to respond to.
1: Oh, This next blind is from Blind Gossip. Once upon a time, there was a little girl. She was adorable and charmed everyone with her crooked smile. Little girl ran into some big trouble early on, but seems to have straightened herself out and focused on the work. However, she's now stepping on some big boy toes with her latest pursuit. That's because she dared to venture into this male-dominated field without being properly hazed to the big boys club. While one of the big boys appears to be on her side, another tried to quietly sabotage her first new project— He tried to undermine her insurance by claiming that our little girl isn't as recovered as we think. So that's Drew Barrymore being the little girl, the boy on her side being Steven Spielberg and the sabotage boy being Michael Bay. I mean, yeah, Drew was definitely like, She kind of, in my opinion, like kicked open the door for say like Reese Witherspoon to be a female producer, director, all of that. Cause like Drew producing Charlie's Angels made it that much more special for me when I was little to be like, oh, this woman also believes that these women are this strong.
0: 1,000%. Seeing that flower film sign like on the screen, I was like, I'm supporting Drew. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm consciously doing this because I want to support Drew Barrymore. And I agree with you. I do think that people like Reese kind of have her to thank for opening up our eyes to the idea that a a person could be, first of all, as famous as her and do that and star in the films that they're making, you know, and produce them like, oh, oh, (laughs) I go on. Also, Michael Bay,
1: can you fuck off? Honestly, I'm writing him down so we don't forget to do an episode (laughs) We have to, like, Jesus Christ.
0: He's like the Grim Reaper of Hollywood.
1: Looks like a melted Kevin Sorbo. Oh my God.
0: I hope that Megan Fox liked that. She's a listener. (laughs) This is from Star Magazine. Which multitasked actress needs to take a break? With her acting, directing, spokesmodeling, and more, it's no wonder that she's exhausted. But her recent hush, hush hospital stay was a major sign to slow down. It's wild how many people go to rehab and like struggle. But and we like never know it. Mm -hmm. But then there are people who like it defines their entire identity, like Lindsay Lohan. Or Demi. Or Demi. Every time they go to rehab, we know from the date they got there to the date that they check out.
1: That's wild.
0: You know, (laughs) but then Drew can go and nobody has any idea.
1: And again, even hearing like Drew relapse, I'm like, well, she got sober at like 13. And I know relapse is also a part of recovery. So
0: <laughs> yeah, that should be taken into account.
1: We're now in 2010. And this is from Blind Gossip. Everybody loves this actress with the famous name. That's why we're sorry to report that she has a really big problem. Although she's been through rehab, she thinks she's mature enough now to drink in moderation. Wrong. According to some folks on the set of her new film, she's been getting falling down drunk every night for the past few weeks. One especially bizarre episode last week started out with her drinking and begging the bartender repeatedly for a tuna sandwich to share with her, quote, baby. Every few minutes, she would lean over the bar, slurring her words. Do you know my baby, baby, baby? Do you have some tuna fish for my baby, baby? Turns out her baby is her sweet dog. She got so drunk that she wound up on the floor of the hotel bar, a bucket between her knees as she vomited. Gross. Listen, I can't say that that's not a blind written about me. Who's who knows? It's
0: you and Gail. <laughs> Have you seen my baby, 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 baby? <laughs> We're not in 2011. And this is from the UK National Enquirer. So it's definitely going to be true. This major movie star who's currently in a solid relationship is so convinced that she's cursed that she refuses to get married ever again. The gorgeous actress, known for her quirky habits, is certain she'd bring bad luck to any man who'd walked on the aisle with her. No, Drew, that's just called having a shitty picker. You just gotta pick better. It's not a curse.
1: We're now in 2013. This still just about A-list all-movie actress talks about how she's a hands-on mom in all these stories about her new baby. But the thing is, she rarely spends any time with the baby and hands the baby off the second the baby starts to cry. Getting up at night with the baby, not going to happen. She hired someone. She thought she was going to be amazing at it. And when the baby did not act the way she thought, she just gave up. And that's allegedly Drew. And immediately I'm like, no chance. Absolutely not. She's obsessed
0: with her kids. Like she is, she's a helicopter mom.
1: And and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't she talk about how hard it was for her to get pregnant and this was like a miracle baby and all of that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. Fuck out of here with that blind. (laughs) I think she's done a great job raising me actually. (laughs) This actress is A-list. I would say until a few years ago, she was A-plus list mostly movies. Now that she's gotten a little older, she might even be close to dropping down to B's. It is not that she won't always be the top lead in whatever movie she stars in. Basically, she always will be. She is not a big fan of being a supporting actress, but maybe that is something that she needs to look into. Our actress has kind of faded from the spotlight that she has basked in for years. Although she has been around a long time, her experience does not really reflect her age. She's not a big fan of discussing her personal life, so she has been very good at about hiding her growing substance abuse issues. Normally, this would be a quick blind item, perhaps, but with this actress, any abuse is scary. First, it was a glass of wine and then a bottle. Just once a week, she said. Soon, it was just once a week that she was not getting drunk. People who came into contact with her were shocked that she was drinking and watching her drink before their eyes. They always thought she had stopped. Nope. Wine became pot, because she told people that pot was not a real drug and it was about the same as wine, but with less calories. Of course, since she usually ingested hers in brownies, I'm not sure about the calorie thing. That was not an overnight process. That was a years long process. Well, one day she was with some friends and buzzed on wine and pot and she did something she vowed she would never do and that was a line of Coke. One became two, which became staying up for three days straight doing Coke like never before. She thought she could handle it, and she couldn't. She had a very, very silent trip to rehab, and for 30 days, she was gone. Since then, she has been less about work and more about life, and as much as she would be celebrated for becoming sober again, she just won't talk about it. This reminds me, <laughs> the amount of, t- it's like the drinking game that people secretly pay with this podcast is how many times am I going to bring up uh, Demi Moore's book, but it's just like <laughs> so all-encompassing. But like, Demi, I thought really explained slipping out of sobriety, like the best I had ever heard it. And she talked in the book about how, you know, she'd been sober for like 23 years or something. And then when she met Ashton, she started drinking again. But she had said like, you know, when you relapse, it's not like, it's not like you have one night that's like a bender. And then all of a sudden you're just like a drunk again. It's like a slow process. Mm -hmm. And her relapse was with beer. So she was like, yeah, I could have like a Corona you know, and then a few months later, all of a sudden, she's like fucking off her ass. But it is a slow process, you know? It's like seeing if you can feed things back into your life.
1: And sometimes people can, mm-hmm. you know? Shopify helps you do your thing. However, you cha-ching.
0: Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds.
1: This A-list mostly movie actress is back on Coke again. After a decade off the drug, she's snorting it up at record pace and her movie's going to be crap because of it. She's having to do double or triple the take she normally would, and that is when she can even make it out of the trailer to film. So that's either Scarlett Johansson or Drew Barrymore. And then the following blind. This former A-list, mostly movie actress, is using pregnancy as her sobriety coach After her most recent pregnancy, she used more and harder than she ever has, and that's saying something. She's desperate to get pregnant so she could get clean. Ugh, that's that's a dark one.
0: That is dark. And we're now in 2014, and this one is also going to be very dark, especially when you see the reveal. One of the greatest rumors I've ever heard was about this one-time A-plus list mostly movie actress who also had A-plus list name recognition. Today, she's probably a B-list, mostly whatever she can get actress, but isn't that old and still has A-list name recognition. Until recently, I always thought the story was just a story, but I spoke to someone recently who was involved in the actual negotiation. Well, at least one part of it. When our actress was very young, her mother had a lot of famous connections, and these connections showed a great interest in her daughter. They wanted her to be, they wanted to be her first. The mother, who was always willing to make a buck, auctioned off her daughter. The man I spoke to represented one of these three men bidding for the right to take the virginity of the daughter. His boss ultimately dropped out when the bidding reached $2 million. He said that the boss said that no woman was worth that price for one night and he could buy 100 virgins for that price. Apparently, the man who did win might have had some karma kickback against him two decades later. The actress is okay with her name being revealed, but wants to wait until her mother passes away. The actress won't say whether she actually did have sex with the buyer, although she did know him very well, and she was very young. The buyer was Jeffrey Epstein, and the karma did kick back against him when he got arrested just about two decades after this happened.
1: Oh my god. I yeah. can't even like imagine the Drew Barrymore life. Like, And I don't know how she's so kind now.
0: That's the thing. Like she's not messy and she's nice after being put through living hell by her family. And I always think to myself, like when a parent is like a stage parent, like when you have a parent that's willing to like, let their kid just be raised on movie sets and shit. It's like what they're actually willing to do to their kid is so much worse than what we know, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, the surface stuff is, yeah, like, casting couch, you know, like, Millie Bobby Brown parents shit, you know? Yeah. But that was like, this stuff that is so dark that even the public wouldn't know, and I believe that.
1: A hundred percent. Like, I believe what we've read about Hayden's parents, Hayden um when we did that, I still haven't recovered from the Richards sisters episode that we did. Yep. And I also think you have to be a certain kind of person to look at your young child and be like, you're going to be famous. And I don't care what it takes.
0: Mm -hmm. 1000%. I feel like people, I don't know how they do it, but I feel like there are millions of people that have kids specifically to make them breadwinners. You know, like if you're putting your newborn baby in commercials, like, come on.
1: The Carter family is like an example to me, at least of people who kept just having kids to try and make them famous.
0: Yeah, and like did not intend on like loving them at all.
1: No, you know, this former A list mostly movie actress used to have regular threesomes with this female former A list entertainer and whatever guy they could find. Generally, it was the guy who dated them both, and that's Drew Barrymore, Courtney Love, and Edward Norton.
0: <laughs> I, you can't ever convince me that that's not true. <laughs> This is also from the National Enquirer. (laughs) Cameron Diaz has dated some of Hollywood's hottest hunks, and now she admits that she's also had at least one fling with a woman. The 41-year-old beauty made a startling confession during an interview from the Bravo talk show Watch What Happens Live while promoting her latest film, The Other Woman. When asked by host Andy Cohen if she had ever been with a lady, the smoking hot star dropped a bombshell saying, yes, I have been with a lady. Cohen then asked more than once, to which Cameron Coyley replied, you didn't ask explicitly how I was with a lady, but I have been with a lady. It's <laughs> so silly. The actress has told a magazine interviewer, I think that all women have been sexually attracted to another woman at some point. It's natural to have connectivity and an appreciation for the beauty of the other woman. Um, the Inquirer has learned that the bad teacher sex bot has enjoyed the company of at least one openly bisexual actress and has been linked to others. So all that to say that Drew and, and Cameron have hooked up at some point. Hello.
1: The director of this very, very, very recent bomb of a movie is being blamed for the result because he wouldn't stop trying to have sex with all the extras on location. I think the bad acting had something to do with it too. I mean, they are A-listers. So the movie being Blended, the director being Frank Carassi, and the A-listers, of course, being Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, who are my favorite, like, on-screen pair. Blended was a terrible fucking movie. But, like, The Wedding Singer is one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Oh, Adam and Drew. Yeah. You like their movies together? Mm Mm-hmm. This permanent A-list, mostly movie actors, trying to kill a book that is written by an actress. The actress claims in her book that the actor regularly had sex with her when she was 13 or 14 and another current A-list, mostly movie actress was also the same age when the actor had sex with her too. Well, so that is Tatum O'Neill writing a book about Jack Nicholson and also saying in her book that Drew Barrymore was having sex with Jack Nicholson. He's another one that I'm like, Jack Nicholson is so lucky that he's old. And that he did all of this shit like before people cared and now he's retired and he'll never get in trouble for the debauchery because Jack Nicholson is a pig.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's probably why he stopped doing movies. Honestly, he's probably like, you know what? I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. I'm not going (laughs) to leave my home for a whole year. And people just think I'm a weird shut in.
0: Right. And now I look like a bulldog and it's fine (laughs) because I'm 90. Oh
1: my God, not a bulldog. (laughs) We're now in 2015. A now married A-list mostly movie actress who's been acting since she was literally a child. She was underage here, but of legal consent there when she went. She was having a big financial problem and supported herself for two years doing it. So that is suggesting that Drew was yadding for a few years to um, make ends meet.
0: While out promoting her new movie, this B-list mostly movie actress who has been around since she was in single digits has been gushing about her husband. Behind the scenes, though, the marriage is on its last legs. Well, at least she and her best friend have something in common. So the actress being Drew, the best friend being either cameron diaz reese or nancy jimmy fallon's wife but i think it's nancy
1: i mean they've been blind items have been saying jimmy fallon's been getting a divorce since 2012 so
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and nancy just keeps white knuckling through the whole the whole situation
1: this next blind is from gossip life don't expect the usual messy breakup drama from this a-list actress's upcoming divorce She's assembled a PR team and family to keep her in line. She knows just how much damage her breakups have caused her career and there's no way she's letting it happen again. Good for her. And that's Drew with Will Koppelman. Now would be a good time to let you guys know this episode is sponsored by DraftKings Casino. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like Blackjack, Roulette, and Slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Download the DraftKings Cash App now and sign up with promo code BLINDS. New customers can get a deposit match up to $500 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code BLINDS. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted-in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Max match 500 in casino credits, which requires one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode is also sponsored by Factor. This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef prepared dietitian dietician-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holiday to-dos. Too busy with holiday plans to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store in the chopping and prepping and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritious qualities you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Skip the stress of meal prepping over the holidays with Factor. Choose from 35 plus weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences all delivered right to your door. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices. This November, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com blinds50 and use code blinds50 to get 50% off. That's code blinds50 at factormeals.com blinds50 to get 50% off.
0: And back to the blinds, we are now in 2016. As is the norm in her busted relationship, this former A-list mostly movie actress who has been acting since childhood cheated on her significant other. She always falls for someone when filming. Everything was fine until she filmed a movie and then bam, the relationship was over. The following blind, I wonder why all the Me Coppola stories being flooded by this former A-list mostly movie actress and her PR team all managed to skip the whole cheating thing that she did, which caused her divorce. Just going to sweep that one right under the rug. By the time she thinks it is safe to show off her boyfriend she acquired during her marriage, this A-slash-B-list mostly movie actress from an acting family will probably dump him. I'm seeing a reunion with the droopy-faced uh, actor.
1: Not droopy-faced. Wait, why?
0: <laughs> a reunion with the droopy-faced actor guy in her future. And that is Drew and Justin Long.
1: We're now in 2017. This former child actress who's a celebrity offspring has quite the adult career too. Kind of seems right up her alley to be pregnant and no one having any idea who the dad is. Co-star or musician would be my guess. I'm pretty sure Drew knew who she was pregnant by. and It, <laughs> it wasn't Timothy Oliphant or Fabrizio Moretti.
0: Are you saying that Drew isn't one of the teen moms?
1: You know... <laughs> talk a lot of teen mom here and i don't think drew fits in with that category
0: (laughs) that is hilarious this former a-list mostly movie actor who was gone up and down multiple times since a very very early age is becoming paranoid i don't know if it is the meds or what but she freaks out if you get too close to her fans have discovered this firsthand as of late drew barrymore is the most touchy feely. She makes like sensual love to her fans,
1: but also she doesn't want to go near them. I understand. We saw that Chad Michael whatever run up to her and ambush her on stage.
0: One thousand percent.
1: She knew his name like the second he said it too. I
0: know. Oh, the thought of there's something about like the thought of making Drew Barry more uncomfortable that's so ick. Like it's so horrible. <laughs> you know.
1: I do love that Renee Rapp just like stood up and put her arm around Drew and was like, we're out of here. I know.
0: (laughs) Your stalker's here.
1: (laughs) This blind is classic. Hmm. I thought I would leave it in situ, so to speak, just leaving the names blank and providing a brief clue about each. Did you also know that blank former child actress turned A-lister doesn't act any longer? Her grandfather was given a shit ton of stock from Jack Warner as part of his profit-sharing deal in the late 1920s. It makes all those family feuds they had and still have make much more sense now. When Blank, the silent film actress, and the grandfather split up, she got the shares. And through all the sell-offs, mergers, buyouts, etc., these shares were never sold. Jack Warner, who apparently fucked the lovely silent film actress, had them converted to Seven Art stock. Then the family lawyers had them converted to Kinney National stock, a.k.a. Steve Ross's mafia family. Oh, then those stocks were split and converted into Warner communication Stock. The silent film actress was actually the third largest shareholder in Warner's back when Jack ripped off his brother. And after the former A-lister was legally emancipated, her lawyers got control of those shares, which were split and given par value through the Time Warner deals, AOL deals, etc. Today, the former A-lister is the majority owner of two shell companies that control those minority limited partnership shares and then and the voting stock power. Yet she's not even involved in the production company having any deals at WB. Seems odd. So other people are proxies for her in her company. Proxies also representing other families. It's quite an amazing maze. Oh yeah, those smart lawyers for the silent film actress and the later for the former A-lister? A legal legend named Sidney Korshak. Google him, quite the legend. He greased the wheels for the mob in Hollywood. So I don't know what I just read, but that's about Drew Barrymore, John Barrymore, and Dolores Costello. (laughs) That felt like a shark deal pitch where I'm like, sounds like a bad deal.
0: (laughs) It's basically all to say that, like, her family has been involved in some fuck shit since like the silent film era and her production company was able to profit off of all of the fuck shit that her family did back in the day with the mafia and i mean like is it i don't know i guess maybe not but i thought everybody assumed that like the silent film era was like corrupt or whatever
1: (laughs) and i don't think like the barrymores are like the kennedys of hollywood
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm a... Drew's a Nepo baby. There's no... (laughs) We don't have to, like, debate it. She's, like, the Nepo baby. (laughs) Yeah. We're now in 2018. Despite hooking up for much of the first season of their almost television show, which probably was the final straw in their marriage of the former A-plus list mostly movie actress, when the co-stars didn't hook up at all when they filmed the second season, which probably saved the marriage of the male. So... There's a bunch of blinds that are going to be coming up about Drew cheating on Will Copeland with Timothy Oliphant while they were filming Santa Clarita Diet. Did you ever watch that? I didn't, but I know
1: people really loved it.
0: Yeah, it's got a real cult following.
1: Do you find him like very hot, Timothy Oliphant? I do. He's one I've never understood, but the second you bring him up, people start like sweating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. I will say I do.
1: Trigger warning for the next blind. We're going to be talking casting coach and underage. So you have to be a next level type of monster to not only pawn your daughter off to adult men, but also to watch your daughter to make sure she is making the man happy. Welcome to the world of this former teen, a plus list, mostly movie actress when she was a child and being sent out on, quote, auditions. It still gets me so angry that she has lived with this for her whole life and knows exactly what her mom did. No repressed memories with her. Then it really irks me, let alone what it must do to her, that one of the people who spent months abusing her is feeded for his film career, or that his significant other is a woman that people can look to be a role model. She knew what was going on. It was the same thing she did when she was a teen and hitting the casting couch. So she didn't see anything wrong with it. And that's Jade Barrymore pimping out Drew. Oh,
0: it's so sad. It's so sad, especially I mean, it's sad for any child. Like it's sad for any kid in Hollywood. But when you look at like videos and stuff of like young Drew during like interviews and stuff, the way that she is how do I say this? Comfortable with older men. You know what I mean? There's all those pictures of her, like, lighting men's cigarettes and Mm -hmm. nipping their cigars. And when you look at her on, like, the Merv Griffith show and stuff, like, she's just too comfortable. Do you
1: know what I'm trying to say? I know exactly what you mean. And, like, I'm sure back in the day watching that, people were like, look at her. She's so adult for being six. It's like, (gasps) you know at Six, you shouldn't be lighting anyone's cigarette, actually.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. This permanent A-list, mostly movie actress, who has been acting since she was a child, has a bartender she hooks up with a few times a week. She's rich and he is not. She says that she isn't paying him anything, but every time he comes over, he always needs cab fare. She gives him like $1,000. That is one hell of a cab. She seems like the exact kind of girl that like hooks up all the time with like normal guys.
1: And honestly, with the thousand dollar cab fare, all I can think of is like arrested development when the mom's like, how much can one banana cost? $15. (laughs) She's Drew's like, she's so nice, but doesn't have like any understanding of how much things cost.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's like a cab from Manhattan to Brooklyn, and he's like, it's a thousand dollars. Right.
1: Let me give you two to be safe. (laughs) We're now in 2019. This former A-list child actress turned nobody turned A-list adult mostly movie actress is now an A-list minus mostly television actress who pays a 20-something year old to come over once or twice a week and have sex with her. Listen, that's what we've been asking the people in Hollywood to do, just pay people to have sex with.
0: Yeah, wham bam thank you, see ya.
1: Here's a thousand dollars for your cab. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Speaking of streaming, this very popular Netflix show named after a suburb could have gone on for years longer and kept a huge crew employed, but the former child actress turned addict turned A-minus adult actress was bored with it and wanted to do something else. That's against Santa Clarita diet. I'm sure that's painful for some to hear.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Drew wanted her own talk show. (laughs) Right. We're now in 2020. This B-plus list, mostly movie actor who was everywhere when he was dating the Ben in the business since she was a tiny child actress, all of you know, is using his fame to try and get all manner of free things he sells online and gets free meals from high-end restaurants he uses to impress women. (laughs) So that's Justin Long still using Drew's name, apparently, in 2020. I could see that. I dated you Barrymore. Are you familiar? Yeah,
0: I could totally see it. (laughs) This one named talk show host and her people are convinced that there is a bot army behind the attacks. There isn't. It is just that many people are fed up. They are trying to spread the word that it is a new talk show host who hired the bots. No, not the singer turned host, but an actress turned host on a show you probably haven't seen yet. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) I'm sorry. Is this trying to say that Drew hired bots on Kelly Clarkson?
1: No, it's saying on Ellen. It's saying that Ellen thinks Drew Barrymore hired bots to attack her.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> <a> la- girl.
1: <laughs> this next blind is a Studio 54 blind and it's a dark one. This not even a teen yet actress was passed around like candy one night and was even forced to take Quaaludes. I don't know how she's normal at all. I know.
0: And I I spent many, many, many years fetishizing and romanticizing studio 54. And I still do to an extent. But I just have a feeling if I like if I was in a time machine and I like just was standing in studio 54, I would want out immediately. I would want out the doors
1: immediately.
0: I'd be terrified. Nothing good happened there. It's like the <laughs> viper room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I can't even use the bathroom here. Every stall is full of people doing cocaine. It looks like the executives over at the talk show hosted by a one namer are looking for scapegoats for the rumors and are directing it towards the singer and the actress who are also hosts. No, it isn't them. It is everyone on your own show and your own life who you have treated poorly. <laughs> That's Ellen again. I Ellen looking for scapegoats is the most Ellen thing ever.
1: She's like, I know who to blame. Drew Barrymore and Kelly Clarkson. No one likes them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Apparently, this brand, 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 brand new talk show entrant could give the illiterate talk show host a run for her money about who boozes more on set. And that's Drew Barrymore and Wendy Williams.
0: Did you feel when you were at the Drew show that she was boozing?
1: I got turned away at the Drew show. Um, basically, I never got in. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Oh, that was Kelly. I wait, got. Yeah. What happened? Um. Basically, I got to the door and they're like, "Sorry, we're not letting any more people in." After I waited like, oh, I I was mad personally at Drew, but realized it wasn't her fault. That's fucked up. I was furious because I was standing outside in like February.
0: Yeah, and they heard you like cattle. <laughs> Wow. Well, I will say, I did not feel like Drew was boozing it up. I I didn't get drunk vibes.
1: <laughs> you went in the episode where she was crawling around on the ground like Megan.
0: I know. She's like licking people's cheeks. I'm like, all mm, seem normal to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no story, studio 54 in here.
0: I'm like, she literally sat on her butt on the floor to talk to us. So like, maybe she was a little tipsy. I don't know.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> anyway this new entrance to the talk show game is having trouble some of her producers want her to talk about the abuse that she suffered as a teen in the industry but the host doesn't want to name names
1: that's interesting and that's her like imagine having to do that on your own talk show host uh talk show i know
0: yeah talk about who abused you as at a like what the fuck
1: With the talk show on the ropes, this former A-plus list, mostly movie actress, is trying to recruit the retired actress to make a movie with her. That would probably be the only way the actress would ever come out of retirement. It would also make her husband a nervous wreck that she will leave him. And that's Drew wanting to work with Cameron Diaz, but Benji Madden being too nervous about it.
0: Wow, that's interesting. Wait, oh, because Drew would, like, empower her?
1: Yeah, I mean, thinking back, we did the Madden Brothers episode and a Cameron episode, and, like, all the blinds were about Benji just being terrified Cameron's gonna leave him at any moment of the day. And, like, he'll call her allegedly, like, a hundred times in a day, and, like, it's bad.
0: Sorry, you you can't date a woman like Cameron Diaz, who is literally as magnetic as the sun, and act like... You can't like you can't dim the light of somebody like Cameron Diaz, or you can, I guess. Yeah, Mm -hmm, for sure. Halloween party from hell. This should be fun. This one didn't happen exactly on Halloween, but it did happen in October. And according to the actresses involved, it was hell. So, in order to keep the theme going all week, made it a Halloween party. It was actually an after party after a premiere. Our actress, who all of you know, was all of 15 when she was at this party filled wall to wall with adults who were enjoying the booze and drugs provided by the host, a permanent a plus mostly movie actor, all of you know. At some point in the evening, our actress was wasted, as was often the case at that time. The next thing she knew, she was naked and the a plus actor was naked on top of her, profusely sweating as he assaulted her. She woke up again to find him naked beside her as he smoked a cigarette and told her how good she was in bed for someone so young. Over the years, our actress has made this time period later in life and called it sex because she just didn't want to deal with the things that she did or happened to her at that point in her life. Oof. So that is Drew Barrymore and of all people, Steven Seagal allegedly assaulting her
1: oh god this former a-list mostly movie actress was in so many age inappropriate relationships when she was underage that she probably didn't see anything wrong with promoting a marriage of someone who was groomed from such a young age by a person in power over her and apparently drew barrymore show was slammed after marrying teacher and his alleged former student I don't remember that, but not not a great thing to do on your show, Drew. <laughs> We're
0: now in 2021. This daytime talk show host, not named Wendy Williams, although let's be honest, she might too, needs rehab. That's the whole blind. And this A-list actor slash host who has been in the public eye since she was a toddler is having an affair with a B-slash-C-list indie actress, writer, director. But it doesn't say who it is, but it does say that it's an actress.
1: Yes. If Drew Barrymore ever, like, truly came out, the gasp that I would let out, everyone could hear it.
0: Oh, my God. you
1: text me, you'd be like, was that you? <laughs> We're now in 2022. This former A-list actress, all of you know, also reached A-list as an adult. She and the murder suspect would get wasted and do threesomes with random men. And again, that's Drew and Courtney Love.
0: This actress was A-list as a child in tween. Everyone knows her. She doesn't act any longer and comes from an acting family. She's being blackmailed about something in her past. Pick your choice of what that could be. She has a lot of skeletons in her closet. What a non-blind item.
1: A movie's in talks to be made about the actor who has an offspring who has a talk show right now. It will explore whether the death of his girlfriend was him killing her or her really jumping in front of a train on her own. And that is John Barrymore.
0: Hmm. What this new talk show entrant is hoping is that they can outweigh the former child actress who was supposedly tired of doing her show, then our new entrant doesn't have to go back to acting as it stands now the show won't last long the ratings are very bad and that was when i mean we read a lot about jennifer hudson's show like allegedly getting canceled all the time because it was like mm-hmm. bad. it hasn't right
1: i don't know to be honest <laughs> I, I think she's still kicking andrew's show ha- has been saved by tiktok honestly
0: yeah i agree
1: with Kelly Clarkson.
0: They're really good at posting clips that like are perfect for TikTok.
1: Mm -hmm. We're now in 2023. This A-list daytime talk show host recently left a date sitting at a table alone after she decided it wouldn't work. She never even spoke to him. She just saw him from across the room and turned around. Damn, Dro. This next blind trigger warning. The mutual secret. This is one of those very rare instances where both people desperately want something that happened to remain a secret. AA is a permanent A-list actor and very old. One might think that perhaps when he dies, that BB, a former A-list actress who is many decades younger than AA, would share the secret. She won't. She won't because she's embarrassed and thinks it's her fault and will also involve lots of other names she doesn't want to bring into the story and other things she did when she was younger. So you have this standoff. For years, the actor thought for sure the actress would say something about him raping her when she was in her early teens. When Me Too happened, he once again thought she would say something. The only way she would ever say anything is if he did it again to another young teen, then she would say something. The only people who knew the whole story is a very small group. I don't even know the whole story. I just know about the rape. And again, that's Jack Nicholson, Andrew Barrymore. So again, that's going back to what we were talking about with the, with the talk show. It's like, obviously it's her story to share, but also the amount of names that would be brought in and how she, she probably feels protective of at least some of them, I would say.
0: Yeah, I would imagine, especially her having like grown up in Hollywood and she comes from an acting family, like it's probably very complicated for her, these things.
1: And I'm sure she's, like Jack Nicholson is probably hiding secrets about her dad and-
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. And here's the thing, when you're, like, wasted and struggling with addiction, like, you do shit, like they said in the blind, that you wouldn't be proud of, you know? It's like, yeah, if I talk about, that's the domino effect of Hollywood, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. if I out somebody, I've also done some crazy shit, too, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. Do you, think, <clears throat> you don't think Jack Nicholson will ever, like, get his day? No? No.
0: No, I don't think so. I think that if that was going to happen, it would have happened already, especially because he was really good friends with Roman Polanski. Oh, I was like one of his best friends. And like all of that stuff allegedly happened like at his home, I believe. Mm -hmm. So if that was going to happen, I think it probably would have happened. And I don't think people care anymore. This actress slash host was told that if she would go back on the air, the studio would extend her contract and give her a raise. So that is Drew and CBS.
1: The husband of this former a plus model who once had to get naked on film for a perv director when she was a child is in management. So of course the former model turned actress had no problem scabbing and crossing the picket line to appear on a talk show. So that's Brooke Shields crossing the picket line to go on the Drew Barrymore show. And they're referring to Chris Henchy, pretty baby in... Louis Malay.
0: The same studio behind the actress-turned-talk-show host-turned-scab has now told the other daytime struck show they all need to go back to work or be fired so they all, too, will cross the picket lines. And that, again, is Drew and CBS.
1: This former child actress-turned-teen actress-turned-adult actress-turned-talk-show host- went on a rampage against her ungrateful writers and said they were a dime a dozen and easy to replace.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This daytime talk show host has been seeing a guy for a few months. It was only after they had been dating for a month that he finally left his wife. And it says in parentheses, Drew Barrymore reveals that she's sort of been seeing someone for three years.
1: (laughs) This former wild child turned A-list actress is hooking up with a winery owner she had a long time hidden relationship with for years. Now she doesn't need to hide it any longer. So basically exactly what the blind that Troy just read is what I just said too. And
0: that's Drew Barrymore.
1: You know, has she done some things for sure? But honestly, with how she was raised in this industry, I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe a bruised peach, but no, not like rot.
0: And aren't we all bruised peaches at the end of the day, at least? You know what I mean? Aren't we all, like, a little bit over I mean, come on. Like, give like I said earlier, given what this girl, has, woman, girl, ew, has been through, and like you said, her family coming from an acting family that's, like, kind of crazy, and the abuse that she's faced and handled it with, like, a lot of grace, really, is... I I, I, again, I don't think that there's anybody that you could really compare Drew Barrymore to. Like, she really is so special and so, like, a dime a dozen. Like, just, I don't know. I love her, and I'll always love
1: her. I agree, and she could have very easily just been angry at the world and lashed out and did all those things, but Mm -hmm. I don't think she, I mean, again, she did have her wild child time, like you said, even her dancing on what, David Letterman's desk was it? Mm Mm-hmm. But even that was just kind of, like, Drew's being wild. It wasn't, like, bad.
0: No, it was, yeah, it was her just being silly and, like, you know, expressive and young. And it was, like, pre-internet. So she could, like, kind of do crazy stuff. And also, it was, like, very over... She was very overly sexualized at that time. And she was, like, leaning into it. But when you think about what she had experienced up to that point in her life, like, it makes sense that she went through you know her can't be tamed slave for you era like she invented it really
1: there is no room for drew hate on this podcast
0: (laughs) not at all we worship the doll and you know i hope that one day you are able to go to that show and be let in (laughs) because that is crazy
1: um, And we want to remind everyone, make sure to listen to us on Spotify, on iHeart, on Apple Podcasts. We're streaming everywhere.
0: We're all over the place. You're, honestly, you can't avoid us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but please make sure to subscribe, rate, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone.
0: We love you very, very much. And thank you for supporting our show.
1: And we hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Bye.